Jim Cran No Restrictions is brought to you by GoDaddy. They have everything you need to put your business online. Find new customers and kick ass online. Get started by registering a domain name and creating your website with GoDaddy's easy-to-use website builder. Already have a site? Keep it running fast with GoDaddy web hosting. It's go time. Visit GoDaddy.com. Enter promo code CREN32, K-R-E-N-N-3-2, CREN32, and you'll save 32%, 32% on your new purchases. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide. We are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio. They're at Talent Networking. Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Cren. Jim Cren, No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Thanks for joining us. Brought to you by the Prime Core Group. Pittsburgh-based corporate collection agency. Go to primecoregroup.com for all your corporate collection needs. We're at the Talent Network Studios. I'm here with John Evans, Terry Jones, uh, Mike Wysocki. And behind the scenes, of course, Josh Folio, Frank Mergia, Corey Gale, Wayne Wild, Dave Settlemeyer. And uh, it's a nice uh, spring day here in, in the Northeast. And we've uh, got a guest today. Got my friend uh, Brad Ryan is going to be on later on today. He's a comic from the uh, Pittsburgh area. Also, I want you to write this down. Okay, April 3rd, April 3rd, we're at the Wine Bar, 8 o'clock, live show, first year anniversary, one year, April 3rd. Go to jimcren.com for all the information. So we're going to start off, guys, let's start off with uh, the story. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, who, uh, they, they, did you guys see the story at all in any tabloids last week or so? About the, the, the li- she list, has a list of conquests, list of guys who banged her, mm-hmm. and, and she had like she she was playing the categories or something, and, and she's writing a list of the people that banged, and she leaves the list. Somebody grabs the list, gives it to TMZ and uh, in touch and all the other things, and it's everywhere. And these are just famous guys. These aren't counting, you know, the yeah. random else she's doing. The, yeah, the random. John calls them the randoms, right? That'd be that's pretty a section. Some <laughs> the strange. First off, Lindsay Lohan. How hot? Scale one to ten. I'm giving her a nine point four. That high, even with wow. the with yeah, each passing it. day, she gets a little less. I was going to say the stock's going down. The ticker on that's going down continuously. Even with yeah. a little bit of me- <laughs> even with a little meth face, I'm giving her nine four. With every line she snorts, with every yeah. uh, fucking. It's a song, isn't it? By Sting. Sting, yeah, that's who do <laughs> Yeah, she's only like maybe mid twenties, but she's seen that. She looks yeah, she's like my age. Very man. weathered. Yeah. She looks like uh, young Ann Margaret though. She's still hot. Yo, Jim, you know what? I'm on you with because uh, you know, I showed you them Playboy pictures. I'll I'll continue mm-hmm. to beat my meat to those Playboy pictures. That's a That's a promise. So even when she gets massive very face, open show. I will always go back to those Playboy pictures and beat my meat. See. I'm just putting it out there. There you so go. So 9.5. Yeah. I've given her nine a 9.5. Five. Thank you. Thank you. 9.5. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. she's it, dirty it, hot. It's got to be the s- dirty hot. That's a great line. She's nasty hot. We're going like, to use dirty like hot. She looks like she's disgusting, but she's so hot, you kind of don't care. Like, she looked like she yes. picked her nose and shit. She would be disgusting, right? Didn't they catch pictures of her picking her nose? I think. Oh, I sure. She's picking more than that, probably. <laughs> she's <laughs> got... 
Yeah, I. But still, I still beat my Johnny. Man. You, you're. You think okay? No, I, I think she at one time was the super hot. Mm-hmm. Like the picture of her wearing the, uh, wearing the the ankle monitor, holding the surfboard in her uh, bikini <laughs> is one is of the greatest a, pictures uh, yeah. I've ever. I know. Seen. What about a woman? So something hot. sexy about a woman with an ankle monitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bad girl. Huh? Bad yeah, girl. Yeah. Bad girl. Yeah. And a surfboard. Mm-hmm. Great combo. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, she's so hot. And, and these guys are, you know, superstar actors, whatever, celebrities. And, and this is who she slept with. This is the list. See if you think this is, uh, I wouldn't say, well, we're guys. I don't give a shit, right? That's <laughs> so a good list. <laughs> Benicio Del Toro. Banged her. Oh, huh? Wolfman? I can see Yeah. It. Benny the Bull. Benicio Del Toro. Ah, uh, Wolfman. He's pretty old, isn't he? Yeah. He looks old. Bang. He looked like a werewolf. She banged Wolfman. He, he played Wolfman, huh? and he looked like a werewolf before he even changed into a werewolf. Yeah. And she let him hit that. She, oh, yeah. That's nasty. She banged Benicio uh, Del Toro. How about that? I like him as an actor, though. And you know she called him Benny. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't pronounce the name. Uh, Benny, I mean, my cigarettes. That's what I picture saying. Um, Ashton Kutcher. She banged Ashton Kutcher. How about well, that? There's, huh? there's, there's the two end, ends of the actor spectrum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one guy can and one guy can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're never going to hear James Lipton say, the next. <laughs> yeah. And then it was the studio Ashton The Oscar Kutcher. goes, too. <laughs> and then in 1995, you did Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Lindsay, yeah, yeah, and you did you did your turn with uh, Herbie the Love Bug, which was me. He's a fucking joke. But yeah. there are a lot of people on that list. Are like Will Vilderama is on that list. You right? know what? She uh, went through the whole fucking cast of the '70s show. I don't think he is. But Hyde gets some. Ashton and, and Balderama. <laughs> what's his name? Balderama? Yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck his name is. I wonder if. Uh, that guy got a lot of. A lot he of, did get a lot of pussy. I, I wonder if Hermila. Who? Hermila Kunis. Kunis. Mila Kunis? Mila Kunis. And Lindsay? show. Oh, you know what? She's hot. She's very hot. But I'm wondering if they ever hooked up. I wonder. You know what? She did not even. I bet she. This is my fantasy. Uh, Lindsay Lohan list now. Damn it! She has a whole female list. Probably. I wonder if she up, has right? a female list. There got to be. Has? I wonder if Rihanna's on it. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, huh? And the talent keeps on rolling. <laughs> <laughs> JT's banged them all. JT's banged them all, right? <laughs> Suit and tie. Right? Suit and tie. Yeah. Britney Spears and Lindsay. Yeah. He's he went right through the fucking trailer park. Ladies love that dude. Oh, he did. Huh? He did. Yeah, you ain't lying. That is all true. Ryan part. Philippe. Felipe. Is it Felipe? Uh, I don't know. I always say Felipe Philippe? or Felipe. Is that Felipe? Felipe. Felipe. It should be Philip, but, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> Pretentious fuck. Felipe. 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 Really? Felipe. In the where right? are they now file? Ryan Philip. Yeah. Fuck him. Ryan <laughs> Philip. Adam Levine. Maroon 5. I'm saying he got the moves like Jack. He gets so. a lot. Yeah, I mean, he, he gets he got the tats and he's the, the, the singer. He, he's a right? good singer, though. He's a good singer. He, he can hit them notes. Moves like Jack. That's good. Moves he's like got Jack good. Really yeah, good. he's got great songs. I like like some, he's a few hits. Yeah, he does. That I like. We I feel like I'm taking crazy pills over here. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody I has Terry and I are just approving. We approve Adam Levine. Yeah, Adam Levine. We think she did good. God. We think she did good with that one. 
John? Uh, you still am. You don't, you don't like anything Maroon 5? Nothing no, catchy? No, no, no. Nothing no. at all. catchy. It's all no. catchy. It's, it's catchy. Maybe a little, maybe a little too like catchy. Jagger? Come on, it's catchy. Maybe maybe like Jagger. She should have like... stopped at Benicio Del Toro. Right. It's been going downtown. <laughs> I can respect that. I mean, fucking yeah. Wolfman. Well, He's got talent, though. It's a little yeah. crazy. He a lot of talent. A little crazy here. Joaquin fucking Phoenix. All right. I like some Joaquin Phoenix. I like Joaquin, but come on, man. He's crazy. I, I I watched that show he did with Casey Affleck, that documentary when he was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That rapper. He pretend like he was yeah, gonna do rap. Yeah. It was kind of weird. But and they didn't funny. know Letterman didn't know that that was a part of them trying to get footage for right. for the movie. The movie because he thought that he was really out of his mind. He got a lot of publicity. Yeah, he for did. That. They never wanted. Oh, it was genius. It was amazing. It's genius, and he he's a good actor to keep that character the whole time. Yeah. During and say he was gonna retire yeah. to be a rapper. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, she she banged him. Colin fucking Farrell. He screwed everybody. Yeah, he, well, he, everybody. he got he's a like sex tape. Out. He got a sex tape out. Does he? Ladies love. I him. I don't blame. Him. He, yeah, ladies love. Because they say he's hung, so he, that's why they he, they love him. He screwed uh, Angelina Jolie, and that's the holy grail, pussy. That is one of the holy grails, right? Yeah, it's yeah. one of the holy grails. Colin Farrell, man. Brag about Colin he's Farrell. Got, he's got a hell yeah, of a. You, book, you brag right? about that? Oh yeah, oh, I let I let everybody know. <laughs> How many kids does she have now? Who? Julie? I don't know. I think she had like litters like six at a time. It's amazing. Because all of a sudden, I remember opening a magazine and she had 18 kids in some <laughs> Life magazine article. You, you know what like, their, fam- they from? their family photo looks like that poster when you go to the doctor's office and it got kids of the whole nation holding yes. hands. That's what the whole family looked like. There is, yeah, exactly. It, it no, just one like kid looks like her or Brad Pitt, by the no, way. No, they're all from like Africa, China, yeah, they've Mongolia. Got, they've got like three interpreters on payroll <laughs> Yeah, understand what the hell they're saying. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if the one kid they had turned out to be like ugly, like an ugly duckling? Yeah, you know, that like would be weird. Some nerdy dude like Urkel or something. The one kid they had. <laughs> Man, they got a lot My of kids. Dude. Man, fat. <laughs> they could they could actually have a football game and there'd be eleven on eleven. It's kind of cool. How many kids they got? That Pretty is, good. I've always, I've always thought. I'm a little jealous that. of that one there. Yeah, Thanksgiving would be kind of fun actually. Um, so uh, yeah, so that's it. That's one's like oh James Franco is on the list. James Franco, hell of an actor, James. And uh, uh, Minnie Me, Vern Troyer. No. I threw that on. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I just thought that'd be a good one. They said there's supposed to be a couple more that are like married that are blacked out oh, for really? like, legal reasons. That's, you know what? She got a couple uh, big name ones that they- Vern Troyer probably did. Oh, I think Kanye West. Yeah. I think Kanye West is on there. Oh, really? So you think that I they- think, uh... I think she banged Kanye. I think huh. she banged Pharrell Williams because Pharrell, she was in Pharrell Williams' video that all the girls standing in the line for the coke. It's a cocaine yeah, song. Yeah. Is that who does uh, I'm Happy? Or... Yeah. Yeah. That is the greatest song right now. Yeah, it is. Isn't it great? You can't listen catchy. to that song and not be happy. John, I, yeah, I, I have dare you. Heard, I have not heard that song, but I, I've, I you see people keep <laughs> posting it, and I've, I, I almost click on it, and I go, eh, I'm probably not missing anything. Oh, no, yeah. you're missing something. John, tell you, it's, a great, it's a great song. Yo, you and Simon need to listen to that song. we got to make them listen to it. Yeah, but this is the same argument. People will say, no, Justin Timberlake is really good. No, He's no, no, like, no. Like, I don't. It's, 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 it's nothing that I would ever we, be interested in. We are on the same, uh, uh, we're in the same plane with, uh, with Bieber, for instance. I think Bieber's yeah, you not love Bieber. Bieber. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't like Bieber. No, no, you hate him. So I don't like him. Either. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. Oh yeah, yeah. He doesn't like. Yeah, so we don't like him. I know, but uh, 
Just Timberlake is talented. You don't think he's well, talented? Well, I, I don't think he's talented. I, I think, think he is. I think he's he was a member talented. of the Mickey Mouse Club. He was. And you go kid. into a, you go into a studio <laughs> with these producers right. and all the things that they can do and the auto tune and all this crap. Yes, the guy's not playing an instrument. He's probably not writing any of the songs. So I, where's the talent? I, I he think, sings. I'll tell you where. Okay, I'll debate you on that. If you could stand after ten years and get into an arena and bring people to defeat, you got fucking talent. So, uh, so Toby Keith has talent too. I do think he has talent. I do <laughs> right. think Toby. Keith, I think right. anybody who can do that he loves has America. some form of talent. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm, maybe uh, I'm. Do. Maybe I'm a seventy-year-old man trapped in a. Forty-year-olds body. You're turning but... into the angry guy at the end of the bar. You know that old guy every bar in you know, Pittsburgh. Hey, bud, are you right the fuck away from me? This ain't music. <laughs> that ain't music. It took uh, it took me a long time, no, Johnny. To... I respect you. No, it took me a long time because I felt the same way. It took me a very long time to actually listen to Justin Timberlake. Oh God. And actually listen to his music. Do you like the In Sync first... stuff too? I do not. No, John, no, I don't. I don't oh, remember. Any oh, are we forgetting that he was in a band called In Sync that yeah. was also terrible? <laughs> it was bye, bad, bye, bye. and it was bad, right? It was a shitty like boy band bullshit. But I got to tell you, Hetty is in the, 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 the top forty, and she's in the rap. So, so I listen to her. So we're working out, and she'll have a song or something. Hedy Timberlake had sexy back, you know, whatever the song. Is. I'm like. That's a really good song. She got Justin Timberlake. I'm like, holy shit, really? So it's produced well. I think it's kind of, it's catchy. It's pop. It's different, you know. If you don't like pop, you're going to like him anyway. But I'm saying as far as pop singer, I thought, eh, you know, that's pretty tight. And I thought, I think, all right, I'm not a fan. I wouldn't go to his concert or buy his music, John. But I could actually say, hey, I think he's talented. I think you have to have talent to do what, he, what they do. If you can last, have lasting, staying power. And, and if you could fill an arena up. After 10 years, I'm saying. Now he fucking went away in a year or two. Same with Levine, Adam Levine. I thought he was going to be flashing a pan. He's still hanging. Maroon Five still there with you know. Yeah, they're kind of. They're not as big as they were, but no. But he's still selling, you know, selling songs. But but I think when you're are you? I know what you're saying. You're you're probably thinking to say talent or greatness, you have to be to the to the level of. Uh, I'm used to the Stones or U2 or whatever. I know, but but the, you know, that to me Springsteen. But to me, Marvin that's Gay. like. Marvin Beyond Gaye, Otis Marvin Gaye. But see, to me, that's like iconic stuff. You know, like that's not even. I think Timberlake's iconic. Star. He can dance. The I don't dude, think he's iconic dude, yet. I think he is, needs more time for that. But I do think he's talented. I think he's like, he is, can be that. Is way. Britney Spears an icon? Yes. No. You think so? <laughs> you know, people do that. Yeah. One guy who cried I'm on, on that She's show. an icon, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah we're in a viral video, and they did a movie on that fucking yeah. guy. But there are people that say she's an icon, believe it or not. Well, she's like, she's in the gay community. She's like the, and there's a lot this of people is the that really week look in at a row. her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey. This is the Russian on, skater. It went to the, the, the now, shorts and the, and the fucking uh, the leather shorts. I'm, I'm and dressed, now I'm you're dressed up now, and I'm talking about I'm speaking for the. <laughs> no hate. I had to let you go. I had to get you, man. Yo, hey, Jimmy, you got me. Four weeks in a row. Somebody's going to like, we're going to get all kinds of gay following because of that. Being very pro homo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're gonna be like, his routine just isn't the same as him. Yeah. Well, no, it's official when Terry tries to get us to go to, to Kathy Griffin's concert the next time. Yeah, I know. Yes, I want to see Kathy yeah. Griffin. She's really good, you guys. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, Terry. Terry's got... Yeah. Yo, it Kathy is. Griffin. He's gonna say Kathy oh, Griffin. Yeah, it's unbelievable, man. Midler. Oh, oh yeah, that's, yeah. That's great. Yep, yep. Terry B. Cohn saying, my God, Jimmy, uh, let's listen. They, they remastered Liza Minnelli's old CDs. Let's listen to it. <laughs> oh, man. 
Oh, I'm jacking you. That's funny. I have to do it. But yeah, Britney Spears is an icon. She is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta bring it back. Bring full circle. Uh, well, you know, do you think Madonna's an icon, John? Yeah. Uh, I, I I guess in some way, uh, the, uh, my thing you about Madonna. Buy, you ever buy any of her music? No. No. See, that's no. what I'm saying. The well, same as Timberlake. You, but you're saying icon because of the longevity, right, and because of the impact on society. And I think that's what you're looking. Yeah, I mean, when I look at an icon, I mean, we might not like them, but they right. are an icon. Like, uh, for example, Kanye West is, is a love hate guy. You hate him so much, but he, at the end of the day. He has been so influential in pop culture. Can't name he, one song he's ever done. Strong. You can't. Can't name Graduate. one. You song. can't. Uh-uh. I literally can't. Okay. Uh, the, you don't listen to any of that. No, kind I of music. do. I do listen to that. Do? I can name Jay Z's songs. I can name. Uh, Which okay. name of Jay Z? Off top. Ninety nine problems. Oh well, because you love that. <laughs> you love that. Stronger. Stronger. Because it's good. Yeah. Well, it's a great song. But I mean, Jay Z's icon. You got guys like Kanye West. Um, people that are icons. Michael Jackson, Madonna. People that anyone that had a. Uh, impact on pop culture right. for a long time. For some years. Yeah. I mean, Lady Gaga, you may not like her, but she's an icon. I think, if you like her, I think if you're, st- yeah, I agree. If they're 10 yeah. years, if you could still sell out an arena or something, I, you, you're making some impact somewhere. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez, we might not like her new music, but she's an icon. She's been a, like a sex icon, a style icon. That's a music. pop culture icon. Yeah. yeah. Pop culture. So, and I man, mean, she's fucking hot. Oh, she's so damn hot. We love Jennifer. Yeah. She's the reason I love Latinas. <laughs> we do. I don't know. Yeah. Well, who? Who? Give me your. Give who's me your your icons, Who's man? who? Who would you say? Hey, man, this is Miles why? Davis. Well, yeah, he's a. He's a. Well, he's a. Legend. 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 He's a legend. Uh, I mean, you know, can you know, we separate legends from icons here? You know, because that's what I think. I'm thinking. I. I. Uh, yeah, we separate legends okay. from icons, and, and you know what's that? It's funny when you say Miles Davis. I've listened to. Miles Davis music in, in in like even old jazz music and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's fucking boring. Oh, <laughs> kind of blue. <laughs> kind of blue by Miles Davis might be the greatest I, I love, I'm, musical I'm leave, achievement. Yeah, I have to leave ever. on that one. Wait, I think uh, we're gonna let someone else finish this. Really, show. Josh, you guys you wanna, sit there? No, wait. Uh, you, wanna, wait, you guys are gonna tell me you sit there and you listen to? No, my you playlist. listen to this. Wait. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Man. I got a playlist at the Thelonious and uh, I love, Miles and I. I love jazz, though. But see, I like Bob James. You like the, up, you like the I love Bob James stuff. and, you like and the David Sanborn. See, me, me and him, David, we, we see, have me, the same David Sanborn's not bebop, though. I don't think Bob James and David Sanborn, I think they're, it's a different jazz. It's, it's a maybe different it's called style. smooth jazz or something they call it. They have like different. Kenny G? <laughs> you like Kenny I G? I opened for Kenny G about four times. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I do like Kenny G. Jim well, we're talking about Kenny jazz, G. and you just named. Am I handing my man card in saying I like Kenny G? Do I need no? You just named two. Supplements or yeah, yeah, you just named two white jazz guys. I mean, <laughs> well, I, I do. No, I do like when Kenny I think G. Jazz. I'm thinking Louis Armstrong, Louis Monk, Dizzy Gillespie, Miles Davis, Charlie Parker. Sanborn's not or not Davis. I'm sorry, Grover Washington Jr. I like. Okay. One of my favorites. But again, that is that smooth. That's smooth. smooth, smooth, smooth yeah, Grover Washington Jr. is not Miles Davis like style, right? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that, Mike? Yeah, I like it a little bit. I'm not like, huge into it. Just What's jazz that? in general. See, but. that's what I was going to say. You have to say that because people will yell at you. <laughs> like you see Miles Davis go, oh, legend, great. Well, no, Everybody you, says legend, great, nine out of ten. Never heard one of those fucking songs. That's true. You're, you're not right. Lying. Well, some people do be lying. They and just then be saying point shit. five of that, don't even like them when I heard them. 
Well, I like uh, <laughs> like you'll hear because they don't gonna sit there going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, it is. Cool. Like, Jimmy's actually pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could listen to this. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, cool. man, I, I've listened to him a long time. I tried to get into it. I tried to do everything I could. I tried because I thought. I, I, thought well, no, I thought there's something wrong with me because no. I love. <laughs> I love uh, Grover Washington Jr. and I love David Sandler. I love Bob James. I'm thinking there's something wrong. No, because I got to really. I, why don't Why don't I get into this music? What's wrong with me? And I and I when I, I got more Miles Davis. I'm more that more you know real deep jazz. Got some different obscure jazz because I thought I, it's got to be there somewhere. There must some. be a song somewhere that I like and I can't find. Everyone I find it's the same one is. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm gonna have to send you some some jazz, man. Let, let me join oh, yeah. Evans. Yeah. Every, every oh. song I heard, did they sing it? And it's like this: it's the last, it's the last note of every song. <laughs> and that's it. Well, you know, an interesting <laughs> fuck because you're a Richard. And then Brer. I put the Grover Washington. And you, oh, you love Grover. Then it gets his Maroon Best. Five CD out. And everything's better. <laughs> Everyone's dancing. Oh. Everything's and better. I still can't get the time. <laughs> and I want you back. Everything's right with the world. Everything's right with the world. I'm sorry, good. Oh no, yeah, you, you're gonna give me some. You, all right, you have will, a song. Gonna, he, we're gonna hook you up with some jazz. I want, me and John but it needs some semblance. I need, I need, uh, I need like a structure. One of my favorite jazz musicians song. is Japanese. I'm gonna send you some of his stuff. He's a pianist. And he's he's amazing. But is it is it structured? It's very structured. See, I, I need, that's the difference. I need beginning, middle, and end in a song. This one is Whereas structured. The, the yeah, great oh, jazz yeah, well, people that's... don't have that. They just they just have these great riffs, probably mm-hmm. and legendary stuff. They just don't have beginning, middle. I need like a beginning, middle, and a song because I don't even know what a fucking song. Ending on Miles Davis. <laughs> oh, good. Well, that's kind of stuff. Is it's kind of free form. It's kind of free form jazz. Much for me. That's right, what it is. Right. Yeah. But so. you got like there's a jazz guitarist named uh, uh, Wes Montgomery who who took the jazz guitar to a different level and did like uh, like covers of songs. Like he would do like uh, Windy and. Uh, it's, it's you know just like cover songs. Johnny, uh, like Dizzy Gillespie does a version of Cherry Cherry by Neil Diamond. See, no, that's you, one of you, the greatest you things I've ever heard. I, I'm open minded. Huh. I'm trying real hard. I when I grew up, man, I'm t- my guy was uh, uh, um, one. Me and Kenny Oldensky, we were in the ja- we got Grover Washington Jr. and uh, Kenny and I went to the Stanley Theater. To see George Benson. Ooh, oh, George great. Benson! I was gonna bring him. George up. Benson from George Pittsburgh. Benson. Yeah. Kenny and I will never forget. It was what? a sold out Stanley mm-hmm. uh, Theater, and Kenny and I are sitting there, and George gets up and he does. Uh, first of all, he wrote the greatest love of all. That's not you know. Whitney Houston oh, yeah. sang like years the, later. The one Eddie Murphy yeah. song. I believe the children of you. That was him. Thank you. So he he did that, and they did a song called Breezin. Oh you yeah, wanna, yeah. You want to hear? Like George with the the music, the jazz, I like it's Breezin, okay? But I'll never forget, he gets into Breezin, which is toward the end of his show, and this guy, this, this, big, this big guy stands up, which I've never seen anyone scream at a jazz show, because it's jazz. Everyone's yeah. laid back, mm-hmm. ready to Breezin. He just gets up and goes, Benson, you a bad motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> and sat down. Kenny and I were like, that is the greatest thing. Yeah. Wow. Jordan and that's it. That's a great compliment. Isn't it great? Would you love to be on stage and someone said that to you? Yes. Jim I, Craig, I, you a bad motherfucker. <laughs> that's my goal. <laughs> Shit. I was like, wow. That is awesome. 
interesting fact about Miles Davis. Uh, Richard Pryor had a very strong relationship with Miles Davis. And um, Miles had did a show where it was Pryor that was going to open for him. And to as you know, because they were friends and as a level of respect, he actually, and this was before Pryor even got famous, he actually opened the show and let Pryor close it with comedy. Wow. And he said that was one of his biggest influences comedically was Miles Davis. Wow. So there's this weird thing that if you ever it's, notice Pryor does with his hand. Yes. Where he's moving. And you know, he, he it's kind of like he's well, playing yeah. the trumpet. So it's, he's keeping a rhythm with his flow of comedy. Isn't that funny? Because I remember, I'll never, I don't know why I remember this quote. Uh, tear was it was from uh richard Pryor when i was younger you yeah. know, as a kid and i remember him Pryor describing his uh style of comedy mm-hmm. to a writer as verbal jazz it might yep. have been a playboy interview or whatever it was but and i thought that's a neat intro you know, but yeah. it, it just connected with you know maybe that that era of that makes sense with too artists. with his style it wasn't Pryor necessarily was structured jazz. jokes no story punchline it was it he kind of started like talking and, and it would run music. into funny things yeah. but he said verbal jazz yeah because miles davis um then you look at um dave Chappelle had a thelonious monk was his like music influence and then franklin the giant bill cosby all they all grew up those three really grew up in the jazz era so their style was jazzy the you know the hey man we're gonna go down the bur- yeah just real the, smooth and yes the verbal jazz which yeah. is there are points to hit but can go off artistically it's in certain ways crazy. and things all right so you guys are gonna eat me some mouse yeah i'm gonna get that, you that some i could uh, like that the yeah. beginning middle end stuff so maybe oh, yeah. that's just it i, I just took grab some of, random mouse uh, stuff when yeah. i was listening to my you know Jazz era, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it is yeah. I mean, you got it. Yeah, iconic, iconic. We'll give him that. Yeah. And uh, how about uh, uh, Lindsay fucked him? Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about to be like, damn, uh, yeah. man. I, I just want to see you guys. Uh, you guys looked at me like, what? <laughs> she, <laughs> she fucked him. Yeah, she got double teamed by him and Dizzy fucking Gillespie. And he blew the cheeks out. And Th- Thelonious Monk played the piano in the background and watched. Was That's that the crazy. cheek guy, Dizzy Gillespie? Yeah, and mm-hmm. Louis Armstrong. Yeah, Louis. Both yeah. had the Gillespie, I think. Oh, was. I love Louis Armstrong, that voice. Isn't that great? Oh, it's yeah. Amazing. That song still hit. Good song. Every wedding you go to, you got to hear that song, right? I, I have yeah, a Louis, I that's in the rotation. I have a Louis Armstrong version of "Come on, people, now smile on your brother, everybody get together, try to love one another right now." Nice. Yeah, it's pretty strong. Yeah. It's, it's some of his later work. I'm drawing to sing a little jazz at the wine yeah. bar. Yeah, yeah. Right, on, April, on April 3rd. He's gonna wear a suit. Jazz it up. Come on, people, now yeah, still do it. Skies are blue. Johnny, all right, yeah, Johnny. Got a voice, man. You do that, Johnny, and I'll play. I'll play uh, the mouth drummer. <laughs> Just freestyle, my Gillespie thing, man. <laughs> oh man, say, so, hey, uh, hey, did you guys see the movie The Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, Jordan Belfort. I just, I just watched it on pay per view. Are on demand. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. What a great DiCaprio was off the charts. Great Jonah Hill was awesome. And the but I bought the book because it was so intriguing to me. This guy, this Jordan Belfort. It's I don't know how he's how he lived with the drugs that he was doing with the quaaludes and everything, all the, the you know the hookers and everything. How do what an, live? What a crazy fucking movie, man! He made Gordon Gecko look like a lightweight, you know? <laughs> really, really good. He did. Uh, did Belfort, yeah, Jordan Belfort. His wife was supposed to be smoking hot. Did you see who's the actress in Wall Street? 
She is the hottest actress in the last year. What's her name, Josh? Margot Robbie. Uh, guys, if you're, if you're streaming uh, the show here, I'm telling you right now, uh, look up, whenever you get a, get a chance, Margot Robbie on the internet. And uh, yeah, she's pretty amazing. Pretty, fairly stunning. Is that the girl that he blew cocaine into her butthole with the straw? No, that was uh, Hooker. <laughs> uh, no, I know okay. that scene was a while. Does that move have a name? Do you I call don't it know. Anything? I've never seen it been done or even attempted. I didn't know what that was. No. What I never that? even heard it. Yeah, I didn't understand Wait, that. The she have that cocaine. much money, you can afford to do that with cocaine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just dapping it up on the table. I mean, Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, it numbs her up a little bit before the real show starts. Uh, Kyle Chandler was awesome too. Was the FBI agent that was awesome, man. That scene on the boat, you know, you, you know just you just bribed an FBI agent. <laughs> Yo, I heard Pryor did that to Pam Greer, but it wasn't in her in ass. the butt. No, it wasn't in her ass. Oh. It was in the other hole. Really? But, yeah, she said. Wow. She, yeah, there was a thing. They, about they that. blow the cocaine in. Well, she had a book. She came out with a oh. book and was talking about that. And, huh. uh, <laughs> Weird to be uh, that rich and you're just playing with she cocaine. She was like, I had so much I cocaine know. in my <laughs> vagina. It's like, wait, They're what? Like, <laughs> this guy was that. Fucking richest Wolf of Wall Street. It was yeah, I mean he was hundreds of millions. But he's in jail. Well, he's out of jail now. He's actually a millionaire still, I think. He does like speeches. He, like all you know, his corporations are hiring him and stuff and whatever. Did he, did he get paid for this movie? Anyone I don't know if he made money on the movie, but I tell you what, he's he's probably making money doing his speeches. Yeah, they paid him for his story. He probably has to. Okay. Oh yeah, because it was his book. Yeah. But yeah, it's just just a cool movie. Just want to mention it to to everyone but uh hey let's bring our guest up how about that we were we have a guest of a, a funny comedian uh gentleman from pittsburgh uh friend for years we all know him actually let's welcome brad ryan hey brad how are you buddy brad. Brad. What's up, guys? thanks for stopping by i'm gonna start off by saying brad you you have the uh on your on your uh pants you have the tag of the size of the pants because so. I wanted to let you guys know I was so proud to be here that I went out and bought new pants. Oh, wow. Uh, really? Uh, let me see. What size are you? And is returning them after the show. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah I know. Really? You can just get it on there. You did keep one. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Brad. 34 waist, 34 length. That's pretty good, buddy. You're in shape. He's an athlete. I'm a 36, 32. I just want to see, you know, where I was there. I got I to gotta lose some weight. This cruise fucking killed me. But uh, <laughs> I did a cruise. The Steeler cruise was great, by the way. I loved every minute. Of it. I gained like 12 pounds. But anyway. Sorry, I Brad. I'm interrupting. About, about your Steeler cruise? Yes. Is that the first time you heard Here We Go done on a steel drum band? You know, it was... It was <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is uh, their chants were breaking out everywhere, and it was uh, awesome. There's 2,000 Steeler fans on there. We had a lot of current next Steelers, and, you know, got to do some shows. One of the best times... Really, highlights of my life and career heading. I loved wow. it. Just because the Steeler organization is the best in the world. The Steeler fans are Pittsburghers. They're the greatest. But uh, I gained like I must have gained 12 pounds. You eat a lot on a cruise. People said that, and I thought, ah, yeah, right. You do. Wow. You really yeah, do. Yeah, that chocolate I mean, lava cake is good. I, <laughs> That's one of their signature desserts on the cruise lines. I Ooh. tell you, John, I was eating that oh, every night. I look like fucking like, Elvis last week. We were calling it cruise. We were <laughs> calling it cruise, cruise crack by the end of the cruise crack. I was just like, I need cruise some crack. more of these little lava cakes. <laughs> That's funny. But, uh, oh, take some of these home with me. Shake it. Well, they had this whole room with like desserts and shit. And it was like two in the morning because we were all, 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 a lot of performers were on the boat, you know, band. And we just get out and meet. And we had this fucking rose of dessert. It's like, you know, when you, uh, it's amazing. It's like, wish I had that at home. Although it would be 400 pounds if I did. They'd be cutting me out of the 
house. I've done some <laughs> TLC program. You know, you ate too much on a cruise ship or something. <laughs> Seven hundred pounds. So, Brad, comedian, uh, known you for years, buddy. We, like I said earlier, you know everybody in the room. You have one of the unique things that I, I always love because you always take these chances, you know, to get out there. Because one of the things you, you know, to step out, stand out, something unique. You do skydiving, and you decided, oh, I'm going to make videos doing stand up <laughs> while skydiving, which is unique, right? I mean, it's going to get some attention. It's different. Yeah, I, t I actually came up with the concept a few years ago. I, I'm closing in on 500 jumps. And, uh, really? God, that's crazy. That is crazy. 500 will, jumps. I will tell you that uh, <laughs> both comedy and skydiving are risk sports. Yes. And there are times we've all been on stage where you wish you had that parachute and you could bail. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But so many, I thought many I'd times. take the Last two, night. combine them. <laughs> And uh, it's, it's a unique. It's more about concept than content, but it was, it's quite unique to do stand up skydive. Five hundred jumps. Have you ever had one where something went horribly wrong? It's a lot of jumps, or has it always been thank God good? Anything with close calls? No, no close calls for me. Five hundred huh. jumps sounds like a lot to you guys, but among the skydiving world and my friends, I have friends that do about four or five hundred jumps a year. Oh, a year? Wow. A year. Yeah. Well, I, wait, wait. I, I couldn't do it. That's, I'm that's, too afraid. Wait, four hundred jumps in a year. It's a lot of jumping. That's more right? than... Right? People have asked me before, they're like, how high have yeah. you gone? I says, well, I've smoked two doobies and did like four shots. And that's it. <laughs> that's really? Yeah. You've, you've skydived high? No, that's... No, no. <laughs> I've packed my parachute high. No, that's the pilot is high. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I couldn't do it. I could I cannot. I couldn't do skydiving. Not, not not my game. Yeah. Brad's an extreme sports kind of guy, though. Man, he does uh, kayaking. And, do you really? Uh, white water. Oh, white God. water. Why do you do the real deal? I used to be a river guide. Jesus. I used to be a river guide for I, I got like Renaissance man. Yeah. 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 I've been snowboarding. I've been snowboarding more years since Sean White has been alive. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got an old wooden Burton. I mean. Throw sport guy, wow. adrenaline junkie. It is uh, is the white water stuff? That's pretty dangerous, right? Is it? It's, is it? Where do you where do you go around here? Ohio pile and places well, like I was that? a guide. I first started on a cheat river. I've I've rafted the Penobscot and Kennebec in Maine, the Snake mm -hmm. in Colorado out west, the New River, the the Gully River, right. the Upper Yawk, the Lower Yawk. Uh, white, honestly, that's where my ashes are to go when I die, next week. It's all recorded. <laughs> it's, all, it's all recorded. We'll know. <laughs> now you got a lot of years left. But hey, uh, you know it's funny. Uh, you have one of the you have one of the most unique Rambo stories uh, of all time. This is one of the Rambo. It, it hit the news, and, and John and I were, we were talking about. It. That's what we wanted to bring you on the show to tell that story. It's such a, one of the wildest stories that I've ever heard, and just want our listeners to hear. You know, you, you see. You watch, you know, Rambo. You see the manhunt thing, and and sure enough, uh, the the gentle soul that you are, which I was, you know, like the last guy I would expect to be on a manhunt, would be you, Brad, because you're, you know, like I said, you're, you, if you knew Brad, he's the kindest guy in the world, helps people, helps animals, always good man. Great yeah, I mean, I just, I, you know, he's the first guy. Like I said, I can't, I can't even tell you like how much this guy is uh, gentle toward uh, people and animals. But when you told me that story, I almost fell the fuck over. So I'm like, this is, hot. what, what, you got to tell the story. Okay, I'll tell the story, but you got to keep in mind that I'm proud of other accomplishments. <laughs> 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 I have rebuilt my life since then, but yes, yes. I do have a story. And guys, okay. all of Go us here it. have been in love. Jim, you've been in love. You've been married for years. Been blessed. Yes. Mike, you and your girl have been together what 13 years? Yeah. 
Uh, we've all been in love. And guys, yeah. everybody here, we know that love can make us do things that you typically wouldn't do. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. It could be, it could be cray, nice. Cray. Men have crossed oceans for love. They've conquered mountains <laughs> yeah. for love. They've, they've built kingdoms and have conquered kingdoms for love. Oh, yeah. I'm here to tell you that it's sometimes true. love can make a man run from four police departments and evade a police helicopter. That's true, Brad. Pussies like crack, man. If it's real yeah. high a lot of times, oh, yeah. it can kill you. Yeah. And, uh, but go ahead. I don't know how to start the story, but we are limited on time. So I will no, tell you that. No, we're no, not. No, 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 no. Everybody who's listening right now just Crack your beer open. Everyone just listen down the right now and scream. They're saying, oh, no, no. We're going to take our time. Listen, go ahead. I was happily married. She she was beautiful. Terry, I think you've met her, actually. You're probably the only one. I think Mike did. I don't know. But I was married to a beautiful woman. She was in anesthesia school. We actually had a good marriage. And good marriage can end just like a bad marriage can persist. Done it twice. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, yeah, family and friends. Everybody does. Come on. Everyone's had gone and, through uh, knows someone who's gone through the horrific breakup and it's, it's tough and I do want to state this for the record that yeah. prior to the marriage I was never fucked up <laughs> I was normal yeah. no depression <laughs> right. nothing okay so despite where the story ends <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's pretty true earlier yeah. on yeah. it was good don't judge me yeah. no I, I don't think anyone could throw because I met you as anyway. a teenager so yeah it was yeah okay and there was no inappropriateness nothing going at on. all <laughs> nothing bad because it's been four weeks in a row uh, that yeah. these rumors are going to be started and Terry was 18 at the time so. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it was consensual yeah <laughs> so anyway so, so my my marriage ended. Unfortunately, it ended. Uh, I was devastated at the time, and I fell into this black, dark hole of depression. And I had a, ser- I had a few breakdowns that year after being normal my entire life and right. no problems with depression. Really, never, never had any type of no, thing like none, that. Okay. other than you know, a Steelers playoff loss or something like that. Right, <laughs> right. But the second breakdown of that year, the first one will be when I come back. I'll tell you that story. <laughs> the second breakdown of that year, I, I uh, my ex-wife and I had parted ways. Uh, she had called me back up. We had resumed seeing one another despite the restraining order, which was only imposed because of the suicide. I, I, I got suicidal. Okay. And I don't want to bring it down. You do the know show. this is a comedy show, right? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I feel this made me a true Although, comedian. Listen to the story. You got to hear Although this. Although it's right, chancy no, no, no. to attack that subject. I'll give you that. No, forget it. So but what? Anyway, what? You, no, but you did a what? No, you, 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 you attempted, Brad? Uh, yeah, wow. I made an attempt. And, uh, and, uh, so yes. And if you want to talk about suicide and I want to reach somebody after the show, you know, that's another show. Yeah. But anyway, so I find myself unplanned out at her apartment after she suddenly disappeared once again. And I had her mail and I wanted to give her an envelope, a letter I had written. Ricin? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was actually a publisher's clearinghouse junk mail, but it it gave me a reason to get there. Wait a second, Brett. Did she have a restraining order on you at this point? Uh, Before the letter. So she put the strain, restraining order on you. But they still saw each other. You still see each other, though, you're saying. The police talked her into that because I, because of my suicide attempt. There was no reason. I've never threatened or raised a hand to anybody. Okay. But I found myself out there at her apartment. Did they apartment just feel it was good to, to, to keep you away? So you wouldn't get well, depressed. Well, they fought like, after a three-hour standoff at my house. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I wasn't there yet. Out. I didn't know you went there to the <laughs> yeah, standoff yeah, thing. That, I know that, we that, want to get there, but be, go ahead. I'm sorry. But, uh... So basically, I find myself out there in Robinson at her apartment. She's down on the Montour Trail. I did not know that. Her roommate, who had gotten into fistfights with her, because that's what roommates do once they move into one another, her roommate says, you should not be here. I says, I know that. Can you give this letter to her? 
I said, I'm going to, uh, she says, no, I'm not doing that. I said, okay, I'm going to wait here. And I sat down and I started to cry. Next thing you know, her roommate's on the phone. And I did not think that her roommate would do that. You know, my wife, she, if she was here next to me, she'd say she still loved me. It's just anesthesia became important. Next thing you know, there are police there. And they asked me, are you supposed to be here? I said, no, officer, I'm not. I just wanted to give her this letter. We had been seeing one another going to a marriage counselor. Suddenly, I find myself in handcuffs for the first time in a non-sexual manner. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that, see, that's, I'm, I'm, that's where I'm confused. Wait a second. Because did I, you have a? Did she have at that point? You broke up. You had a divorce or, or separated. Then, did she have a restraining order on that? That is that what it was? Was restrained to not for you not to be near her? And then you wrote a letter to get to her, and you broke the restraining order. That's what you're saying. No, really. What what I'm saying is the, okay. there was a restraining order. The police talked her into it. I got she you. had the, called yeah. me back. We started seeing okay, one another. The, 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 so there's a restraining order, right, Brad? And then, and then you went to see her. But you were you were getting arrested because you broke that restraining order, you're saying? Yes. Okay, that's oh, what I was yeah. Okay, good. Your I just want to catch up to it. <laughs> I just want to make sure because you said after the standoff, which <laughs> we're getting to. <laughs> I, I, I jumped, my mind jumped ahead. Sorry, I'm, I'm really not that smart. you got to do it slow for me. But go ahead. So all of a sudden, I'm there standing by a police car with one officer the other officer is getting a statement they're waiting for my wife to get back from the the bike trail and my head just started spinning i'm like wow my life is over and i'm like i can't get arrested i mean my life is truly over i was still depressed over the breakup right and i started to think jim you're a dog guy i'm a dog guy i started to think like wow i rather than be arrested i'd rather go home and end my life and I looked to the woods of wow. Robinson, yeah. and I started to think, hmm, I'm going to run home, see my dogs, and get out of this mess. How far away wow. is your house? Oh, gosh. It was, it was 10 miles. 10 miles. What year was this? What year oh, yeah. So this was 2006. 2006. So you're, you're, you're handcuffed at this point. Handcuffed you're in the woods. You see the woods back. in Robinson, so, PA so, area. Okay. So check this out. I was actually on my way. This was unplanned. I was on my way with a chick friend. She was going to be my wingman to go try to get some. So I got this like flashy Hawaiian shirt, dress shorts. Well, yeah, obviously I wouldn't have gotten some with that. So your intention, your intention was to hook up with your uh, wife, uh, ex-wife, or estranged wife. Okay, your intention. Was to sleep with this girl you were, you were going out, you were hanging with a girl. You went out there with a girl you were going to sleep with to get a letter to your wife? No, the girl was a friend of mine. She was going to be my wingman to go to a bar and try to meet somebody. After you gave the letter to your wife? No, the whole letter thing was completely unintentional. It, it was unplanned. I, I was like, I, I said to my friend, I said, look, I can't do this. And I looked on the seat next to me in the car and I'm like, wow, there's that letter. There's her mail. I should just go down there and give her her mail. So it was completely unintentional. But back oh, up God. to standing next to the police car in the handcuffs next to the officer. Okay. At one point, I said to the cop, I said, look, can't you just put me in the car? And he didn't respond. I said, what's taking so long? Can't we just get this over with? And the longer it went on, the more tough it became. And at one point, I turned to the cop. I said to him, I said, officer, I am so scared. I'm looking at the woods and part of me just wants to run. If he was here, he would probably tell you that. Okay. No response. A few minutes later, I turn to him. I says, officer, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have to do this. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I took off like the road runner. Yeah. Literally. Like, are you, wait, are you cuffed? Your hands behind your cuffed. back? Hands behind my back. Tiva Adventure wow. sandals on. Oh I my took God. off. Just went. I, I, I don't know if it looked like the Roadrunner, but I think there were little puffs of dust behind so you had a me. Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> shorts, and your, your behind your sandals. You had a girl. There was a girl somewhere standing around there who was supposed to be your wing woman <laughs> at the bar later, and you were gone. You took off into uh, the woods. I, I hit the woods. Mystery, gone. Okay. I hit the woods, and I swear, this guy, how about this? This cop, he started after me. He took like approximately, I think, 15 steps. Now, I don't have eyes in the back of my head, but yeah. if I did, I swear I st <laughs> saw him slumped over with his hands wow. on his knees, huffing and puffing. Wow. And he shouted out, Bradley, stop. We're going to get the dogs. Wow. And at that point, I actually did stop, not because he said stop. Right. Because I had to think to myself, the dogs? This is Pittsburgh, not the Deep South. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt and Tiva sandals. I'm not Cohen fucking Luke. Yeah. Did you tell me, oh, they talk to Colonel Murtaugh. Is this daytime or, night? is this daytime or nighttime? This is, uh, uh, it's near dusk. Oh, okay. It's near dusk. It's late summer. It's talk 90 degrees. Oh, they talk to Murtaugh. So uh, I don't know if anybody as children remember what it's like to play kick the can or hide and seek in the woods, and you're running through the woods, yeah. evading trees and bushes mm -hmm. and stuff. Mike doesn't necessarily like run through with handcuffs uh -huh. as a kid. But you oh, got Mike. your hands out in front of you because they're necessary for balance. That's all the stories. Right. Try running with your hands behind you through the woods. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, and by the way, uh, I hit the woods running. Mr. Skydiver, kayaker, snowboarder, adventure guy. Yeah. Uh, Tiva adventure sandals. Slipped off of my feet 15 yards in the woods. Well, what the uh, fuck were you thinking, Brad? You're probably uh, running at this point. Why your you head must him, not man? be. I, must, I feel bad because your head must have been out there because, yeah, right, no. you're thinking, what What, what did you think? What are you thinking? Like, what do I do? Where do I go? Like, I wouldn't know what I to do. Once I got out in the woods, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? What do I eat, sleep? I'm, I'm hand, you're handcuffed. How'd you get the cuffs off? Uh, I didn't. Wait, Wait okay, the, so the sandals come off, so you're no shoes. Barefoot the now. sandals come off. Ooh. Now I'm barefoot. Apparently, there's only a limit of adventure that Tiva <laughs> adventure sandals can handle. Yeah. So now I'm handcuffed and barefoot. So at one point, I realized I had separation from the officer, right. not the cop, the officer. Yeah. And I did some sort of crazy yoga move to get my hands from behind my back and out in front of me. So at least really? I could run with some balance. Dude, a fucking David uh, Blaine, so Chris I'm, Angel move. I'm handcuffed and barefoot. Have you ever seen Dual Survival on Discovery Channel? Yeah, watch yeah. it. You got Cody, the hippie guy, the big guy built yes. like Terry yeah. Jones, who yeah. like walks. <laughs> he walks barefoot everywhere, but he does so precariously. Try running barefoot oh, through the I, woods. No, I can't even imagine. Oh. In a police chase. Oh. Yeah, right? yeah. I'll go in the woods anyway. Well, well, that's just it. Okay, so you're running. So, uh, the, at what point did, did, did you... Where did you go? What did you think? What were you thinking at that point? The only reason I ran is, and it's embarrassing to say, I wanted to go home, right. see my dogs. It was an instinct. And end my Fight misery. or flight. Fight you or flight. flight. You wanted it. to be in that place of peace at that time, pretty much. Like, you were, the shit hit the fan. So what you're saying is you wanted to be in that place you're, that made you feel good. You're at the at end home. of your rope, right? Fight or flight, pray, right? Just I, get going. I ran home to kill myself. Wow. Yeah, wow, it's man. embarrassing to talk about, but I've come a long ways. Hey, and, uh, that's, you you know, have, that's a yeah. serious thing, man. So that's... initially, I ran from two cops. I believe they were Robinson Police Department. Uh, next wow. thing you know, Moon Township, Kennedy, uh, McKee's Rocks, there were four police departments Holy looking shit. for me. But you're, you're in the middle of the woods of Robinson. Uh, the people that aren't from Pittsburgh listen around the country. 
Uh, it's, uh, you know, just like a, wherever city you live in, it's that suburb uh, type thing, maybe 15, 20 minutes outside your city. And it does have some heavy woods that can go oh, PA has for a few woods. miles yeah. here and there connected mm-hmm. before you get the civilization. So yeah. you really could pull a Rambo and really hide in there for a while. Jimmy, it's funny you mentioned Rambo because uh, apparently I did not see TV because there is no cable TV in the woods of Robinson. Yes. But from yes. what I hear that I was on the news and they put... <laughs> oh, yeah. Por- I watched you. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. they portrayed <laughs> me to be... Rambo. They said he's yeah. an experienced outdoorsman who escaped police <laughs> yeah. yes. by leaping off a cliff and sustaining a broken arm. I'm like, no. Yeah. Terry Jones broke my arm, but I, I didn't leap <laughs> off a cliff. Wait, uh, I ran through the woods. That's because you looked at him funny. He broke my arm too when I did that. Uh, oh, we didn't. We didn't talk about <laughs> no, we'll it. We, didn't, we, we, we can talk about that later. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> football. Sorry. But anyway, uh, so it's dark. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, yeah. Now it's dark. Now it's dark All in right. the woods, and. All around me, I find myself in the darkness of the woods, yeah. handcuffed, barefoot, bloody, mm-hmm. sweaty, dirty, get oh. a visual, girls. <laughs> and uh, and I see flashlights and hear voices at different areas. And at one point, they're like converging. And I'm like, gee, how am I going to get home? Mm. So I don't know if anybody has a, So I looked up. And before me was this tree. And it just looked like one of those wonderful trees you see as a kid. They're like, I'm going to climb that. Right. And you do. But try doing so handcuffed. <laughs> it's amazing what adrenaline can help oh, you yeah, I accomplish. Wow. Crazy. I don't know how I did, but I climb up the tree. And this at that point, I did feel like John Rimbo right before he leaped off with the sharpened stick and onto the boar. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point, I huddled up in that tree. I don't know for how long. They passed. Give me ballpark it. <laughs> this We're is essential 40 minutes 50 okay. minutes you're in a tree for an hour i hear the voices underneath me i see them and i'm like this this isn't happening and guess what i mean slowly the voices faded the flashlights faded and they're helicopters uh not yet okay yeah they were Wait, on the way so so, so they just missed you Oh, you were in the tree. Oh, more than once. He fucking <laughs> he outwitted. You were a fucking four ninja. police department. Uh huh. <laughs> wow. So I continue on my merry old way, and at some point I start to make my make my way towards like backyards of Robinson, and uh, and that's when I caught the first glimpse of what I thought of as a coincidental helicopter until <laughs> I saw the big spotlight shining down on the field, and part of me wanted to run out like that frog on the Bugs Bunny thing. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> But I decided not to. I decided to keep heading towards home. And I did see somebody spotted me. Uh, Somebody from a big picture window of a house. I know they spotted my silhouette at the edge of the woods in their big illustrious backyard. And eventually I got my way up onto Steubenville Pike. And, you know, this is hours into it. I'm dehydrated. I am bloody. My feet are tore up. And I continued on my merry way. And at that point, you know, I'm on Steubenville How Pike. far away is your house from that? You got another what? Five miles. Okay. Mm. So I crossed Steubenville Pike, handcuffed and barefoot and dirty and sweaty and bloody, <laughs> avoiding detection. And I'm in some backyards <laughs> there. And at some point, the helicopter somehow or another closed in and I dove into like this shrubbery and I laid there and I laid there motionless for about 20 minutes since you're probably going to ask rather than you know Johnny, Johnny. I like a timeline it was about uh-huh. 20 minutes I think it was more like 22 minutes okay. and 47 okay. seconds okay. 
And I laid there, and at some point, the, the helicopter, you know, went off into the distance, and I continued on towards Crafton, Crafton Heights, West End area. <laughs> so, Brad, Brad, did you did you eat, uh, like, what did you eat, man? Did you find anything? Like, because you're outdoorsman, so you know things to eat. Did you eat berries and stuff, or...? This wasn't about Real survival. Bugs. It wasn't over the course of a few days. Trust yeah. me, I would, if we were all lost in the woods together, we yeah. wouldn't die. Yeah. One of you might be eaten, but we wouldn't die. <laughs> Mike, Mike would go first. Right, Mike? Yeah. 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 I'd want Brad with me, though, if we have to oh, do yeah. that. He's like, yeah. he's like Survivor Man. <laughs> you got to half-five him on that one, man. Oh. So, <laughs> all right, so, so that's good. What, what happened there? So I get home. You, now, you, now, you, you made it home? Now dawn is rising. You got it's, to the house. It's getting light. Oh, dude, I got to the house and more. Oh, wow. <laughs> this it's is a get, movie. Now it's getting light. Uh, well, I'm worried. That, well, obviously you're alive. So you now it's getting anything. light and I'm taking Thank back God. roads. I'm like, somebody's going to be out in the morning and see this handcuffed, dirty guy that looks like he just <laughs> ran from the Gestapo. Did you still think about offing yourself and all that stuff? Did you get That's home and go, oh, fuck that? the reason I was going home. I know. I couldn't believe That's it. You, you made it home. What happened, Brad? What'd you do? So I, I get home. I take. I come through the woods behind my house, mm -hmm. fully anticipating a fleet of police. Mm. No, they weren't there. Okay. So I get into the house. I see the dogs. I let them out to potty. So, so you're at home. You, you. What, what happened? So, did, did, did somebody walk in on you? So did they I'm, go to your I'm house? handcuffed, and I realize I don't have the cojones to do it with a knife. Uh, and I know you're probably running short on time. No, so no, 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 at no, some point, that. I'm dirty. I'm sweaty. So, I'm dehydrated. Oh, I chugged that 32 ounce Gatorade faster than I ever have in my life when I did get home and get in a refrigerator. And at one point, I'm like, you know what? I have this luxurious six-foot Whirlpool bathtub. Ladies, if any of you are still interested in listening. <laughs> so I fill the bathtub up, and I come up with this idea like, wow. I know how I could do this. With the hairdryer. And I came up with the idea of climbing into the bathtub. I got an extension cord and a hairdryer. Wow. And for any of you who have hair dryers, they come with a warning label telling it not to, not to do that. take them there. Like, like on Groundhog yeah. Day, he used a yeah. toaster. Yeah. Oh, really? And yeah, uh, I, yeah, I feel like doing it every time my wife asks if I want to watch Lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> and they all but have a GFSI circuit <laughs> trip thing yeah, on the yeah. wall and on the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is wild. So, so, so Brad, I, so you were you were like determined, huh? You there was there any part of your mind going when you when you're going through that? Is there anything in your mind that says? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do this, or is it, are you fighting I back was, and forth? Or is part it just, of me was or like, are you, are you calm? Are I was, you calm? No, I, I, there was a peaceful calm. My dogs mean the world to me, like yours do, Jim. Yeah. And, uh, there do you want to leave them calm. at certain, some point? No, I, I just, I didn't want to be arrested. I, I was like, this is horrible. I, I didn't want to. The embarrassment I didn't want, Well, my marriage ending. I was right. just so unhappy. And I did think about not doing it, because uh, the finale of Lost was coming on, like, later that week. <laughs> Really? Are you sincere? You were thinking no. of... Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's funny as hell, though. So, 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 like, damn, I'm a miss Lost. Well, you don't know. I, I mean, so much time well, you know what? It. The, it's such yeah. a fragile thing. You know, you wonder what you're thinking. You know, who knows? I don't know. So I turn on the hairdryer, and I'm in the bath, and this peacefulness, I, I, I saw the dogs, I hugged the mm -hmm. dogs, I kissed the dogs, and I dropped the hairdryer into the water. Wow. And this sounds like a joke, okay. but it isn't. 
The hairdryer continued to run hmm. and spin in circles like this little outboard motor that was taunting me. <laughs> okay, but was, was it, was it uh, if you would have put your hand in it, would you die? Was it, was, no, was I was in the tub. He was in the tub. Oh, you're in now. I was in the tub. I was holding, I turned wow. it on. So you yeah. dropped it in the tub. I was tub. in the tub you with my handcuffed hands. And I turned happened. it on. Nothing no, happened. No, nothing happened. It continued to run. That's, that's <laughs> worse <laughs> than nothing <laughs> happening. Wow. And it spun underwater. And to this day, people tell me, like, it wasn't your time. That was God telling you it wasn't Some your time. Science. And I'm like, no, that's, that's somebody telling me I, I mm. don't know enough about electricity. <laughs> no, no, seriously, Brett. It's, I mean, things happen for a reason, so it's good that it didn't. I know Thank it was the Lord, like taunting. yeah. Like, literally, I mean, that was definitely, uh, it wasn't meant for you to die. I think everyone's... Because you've, you've done so much since then. Yeah. And I've, I've, known, you. I've known you for years. And your life has come into like a way better place with the story. So it's, it's a very it's a it's it's good a, that it didn't happen. Suicide's an issue that touches everyone in some family member, friend, or friend of a friend, and it's a really it's a it's a thing where you go why and all that stuff. So thank the Lord you didn't do it. Thank yeah. the Lord that uh, that hair dryer it didn't happen. Definitely. And uh, did you you know I, it's. Yeah, that, thanks for sharing that with us. Well, so, well thank well, you. But, but what, how did it? How did it resolve? Give well, us the hey, result. Well, a real quick, thank you, Terry, for saying that. I did hope to talk about the things I've done since then, but uh, <laughs> without that opportunity, I will tell you that uh, how, I, how I, I got a couple resolve? electrical cords, cut them in half, tried it a few more times via that way, and at one point, wow. my brother-in-law, for some reason, drove by the house, hmm. came up, was knocking on a door. Your brother-in-law. And long story short, is. Uh, you know, I tried one more time. I'm crying, sitting there in a in the shower stall in the basement, holding a knife, and I'm like, I can't do this. I just don't have the balls to do it. So I went up and walked to the front door, and when I did so, I realized like I'm going to face the music, and I unlocked the deadbolt and decided you, know, you want to live and just say, I, I'll not face that I this. wanted I'll work, to I'll live, climb out of this, somehow. but that I couldn't do it. And I, I ended up my brother-in-law called my family. I got down on the floor of his car. They drove me to St. Clair Hospital. They went into the re the emergency room, explained the situation. At that point, I did need some, you know, my feet were a wreck. I was right. dehydrated. They went in. They told them the situation. They says, look, can you, we know, and they says, look, you know, we have to call the police. They're like, fine. He knows that too. And they called the police. They put me in a bed and uh, gave me some IV fluids, started tending to my feet, called the Mount Lebanon police first because that, that was near the hospital and they were awesome they they were so nice the police they, were forgiving of this oh god the, they, they were awesome that's, you know that's great to this they, day they i understood don't have... uh, what you went through and it was uh, yeah i mean yeah see? i mean so that was, i mean it was good I, to my knowledge robinson was kind of ridiculed by the area police departments they're like how did how, how did this happen <laughs> oh you mean because they couldn't catch yeah, you and yeah. I, I think they based their pursuit program at the police academy right with me in mind, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think like I, I should probably go in there and like teach. You yeah. stuck it to the man, That's, yeah. Uh, but, wow. Uh, <laughs> after a couple hours in the hospital, they said, you know, we're gonna have to turn you over to the police, and they're gonna have to take you downtown, and they did. Police just let you go. In and out. Two hours later, I was out, and I ended up in St. Clair uh, psych ward. Because it was a uh, domestic, you didn't hurt anybody, you hit I anybody. I never hurt the, anybody. You just that's decided not, to run. That's not in me. Yeah. No, you I decided to run. Now you're all a general I soul. to end my life. Yeah, wow, Brad. That's just, uh, uh, and guys, wild, based man. on this whole this whole year, like I, I can tell you, like I'm probably the only one here that can tell you, the best French toast in town does not come from Pamela's. It doesn't come from Gabonite. It, it's Western Sight. 
Really? <laughs> yeah, the best French toast in town. Man, you gonna make me get 302 for some what? goddamn French toast? <laughs> 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 who sent you here, Brad? Cooks are great here. You guys make the best French toast. How long did you, how long did you no, have to stay? There? Actually, uh, Western Psych was the first breakdown, and that story is a. Did they not, help you? They, another they, story they, on its own. No, they, they did. I learned so much. You, right? In fact, you you express the seriousness of this. If any of your yeah, listeners out there, serious. the thing that hurt me is that I didn't talk about my problems while I was experiencing them, yeah. and it poison me so if you have if anybody out there is listening who is suffering from any sort of depression just talk to somebody don't right. keep it to yourself talk to somebody even if you just do so via facebook there's a, there's a lot of help via out email there. and yeah. you know you're not alone in other words huh brad i'm no, sure you no, felt alone not. at that time and and then later on you feel that in life you're not as alone as you think huh? oh god oddly enough guys years later how about how about this my last girlfriend mike you met her several times my last mm-hmm. girlfriend was a therapist for western Psych. i met her yeah. I, I know. <laughs> yeah you met her jim nice girl yeah. the, the uh it's 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 a wild story so you know ever talk to your ex-wife at all uh, we did. We talked a Are few years later. Are you friends now? No, we're, we're, she's up, she's back out of town. Okay, uh, so you don't she, talk at all. We at we point. were fixable. How did you get the cuffs off? I didn't. No, when you got to the hospital, the cops came and took the cuffs yeah. off? Yeah. You had to wait that long. You know, the oh. odd thing is they charged me with theft and receiving stolen property. <laughs> For the cuffs? I, For yeah, the cuffs? I gave them back. So that's the only thing. How about this? Uh, the, uh, four years ago, I got I got to throw this in there. I got to talk about this. Four years ago, I was actually a, a semi-finalist for the casting of a survival show on Discovery Channel. Yeah. Okay. It ran two seasons. It was called Out of the Wild. I was going to go to yeah, Venezuela for six weeks. <laughs> And I was I was close to be being on that show. And one yeah. time during the interviewing process, uh, the producers asked me. They says, "How how how do you think you would do getting from point A to point B in the wilderness?" I said, "Seriously?" <laughs> I, I says, "Let me okay." Hey, do you have a half hour? And, I'll tell you this story. In answering <laughs> that question you can do to them. I says, I'm going to ask you two questions. Uh, in getting from point A to point B in the wilderness of South America, at any time am I going to be handcuffed behind my back? <laughs> and they said, go. no. And I says, my other question is, at any time are me and my teammates going to be pursued by a helicopter that is trying to catch us? <laughs> and they said, no. I says, this, this will be a piece of cake. I'm like, get, I'm uh, in. I'm in. <laughs> That'll get you a job every time. <laughs> uh, well you're doing great now man I'm, I'm glad i'm glad you're doing well you know both mentally and physically and everything buddy i know you do a lot of charity work a lot of you know work around town and stuff yeah and, you know keep it going okay, your stand-up's doing it's real getting well better it's getting better and better on stage funnier and funnier man and, yeah, yeah it's very 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 nice but appreciate you joining us man thanks for sharing everything with us and the story and we'll see everyone at the wine bar april 3rd for our live show and thanks so much for listening it's Jim Crenn, no restrictions. <laughs>